The following program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle, which is solely responsible for its content. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of 1700 The Champ, Cumulus Media, or its employees or management. The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Champ. 101.3, Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you here at GMIGS in West Des Moines. Got our uh, sponsors in the house, Brian Hawk over there. Key Mortgage giving us the, the high five. And uh, we'll get Angie Lancaster. Lancaster right there. It would help Not if I turn my microphone on. Angie Lancaster right there. Of course, we're at G Migs. We appreciate their sponsorship as well. And we'll talk about AMPM Plumbing a little bit later on. Smash hey. Park. Smash, Smash Burger, park. Burger Night. Smash Park Burger Night. Smash Burger Night. Yeah. Right. No park. The park outside will soon be open. Park outside, come in for a smash burger. That's we right. were able to park on the patio. You, That's what I'm go. talking about. That, that was the park beautiful. I was referring to. Patio's coming. We were just talking about this is this was a mountaintop week for Iowa winter sports at the very least. Yeah. Um and and, and it was exciting. It was it, fun. It, it, it was just full of nationally attention. You and I were right. Fun. And we were right. And it was so fun. Uh, and, and, and so you start off with with the uh, with the men having you know last week beating Michigan State because we did Monday night and then came here to watch the game the next night right right they did that they go on the road to Nebraska struggle a little bit but they still got through that they get the win last night and of course the Iowa women with their couple victories including the big one over Michigan on national television the other day a thirty point beat down of number five Michigan to get them into the uh, it, to get them a share of the Big Ten championship. With Caitlin Clark going nuts, 38 points. Monica Zizano, uh, by the way, player of the year for Caitlin Clark in the Big Ten. Zizano is, of course, first team All-Big Ten for the third year in a row. And McKenna Warnock, who was hurt in that first game and played, she's second team All-Big uh, Ten. There's a reason why she's important to that team. But uh, just saying, what an incredible week of, of fun. And then last night, the senior night for the men with only two seniors, was full of more emotion than a Northwestern game has ever been at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Well, that, wasn't it? I mean, didn't you feel it? I, I can tell you this. I've been to two Northwestern games uh, over the years in Carver-Hawkeye, and neither one of them had anywhere near that kind of excitement and emotion. And uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Jack Devlin, which I didn't understand. So I'm watching the game, and then they come back, and they're like, they're showing this, and I'm like, they did this during the timeout. Jack Devlin, for those who don't know, was a walk-on manager. He's kind of a he's part of a like a special needs it's, program at the University of Iowa. Call it, it's it's called it's a reach program, which is a two-year. Uh, you don't you get a, a, a an associate's degree of some sort over two years. It is for kids who have. Um, it's not developmental needs. It's hard to explain what it is. They they're not on the spectrum. But they're close, right? So they have certain thing challenges in life, and uh, Jack has become, you know, a favorite uh, as a as a manager. And he hits that half court shot at the timeout. The fans, sixteen thousand fans, go crazy. The, the team, team goes going nuts. crazy. You know, you got that. You got Austin Ash hitting a ball uh, from a the shot beak. from the beak of the logo, being fed for that right it wasn't like he just went decided some uh, it, it was given to him it was fed to him to do that you had Connor McCaffrey five straight three-pointers 
went on his 8 of 12 string, and we need to talk a little bit about whatever's going on there. And, of course, Jordan, Bohan- Jordan <laughs> Bohannon, well, maybe. Jordan Bohannon with his last game after he is literally now the all-time games participant leader in the, NC- in the history of the NCAA basketball. Uh, he's like at 172 games, uh, but played very well last night. Iowa, the game was never close. Uh, it was super fun to watch Iowa just pound Northwestern. Um, and Iowa gets themselves to a point uh, from a men's basketball standpoint. They're 21-8, and 11-7. and seven. They jump. Uh, they, do, they don't jump. They're still at 18 in the net. They've been in that same spot for a while. Uh, number 24 in the AP and um, number 25 in the coaches' poll. A little disappointed with that AP number, but whatever. The, the only thing that's killing them right now is that they keep beating teams like they beat Michigan State, so Michigan State's dropped out of being a quad one win. And then right? Michigan State goes and beats Purdue, but Purdue. it didn't but it didn't pop them back up. It it only got them to thirty three. They gotta get to thirty. Virginia's eighty, so, they need so to get seventy five. Mich- Michigan State clearly needs to uh beat Michigan tonight. That would that would do if that right. Um so from a from a purely a quad standpoint. From pure, uh, purely a quad standpoint. However, yes. I this is what I hope. I hope that Michigan and Michigan State play Three overtimes, <laughs> and Michigan wins ninety two ninety one, and three of their players are so drained they and can't then, get up and for then practice. They, then tomorrow. they have to come back and play Iowa on Thursday yeah. in a complete and utter letdown state, as opposed to Michigan State beating them. Now they've now they're playing for their tournament yeah, life. I, I agree yeah. that sort of thing. So, yeah, purely only the psychology. Uh, of the of the well, matter so as it relates, an, so that's an interesting question. Would you rather play a Michigan team that is out for that is loaded for bear because they got to get in the tournament, or would you rather Michigan State give get this win and give you another quad one win? Iowa, according to many of the services, now has moved up to a six seed into that six line, even though they're one and five in quad one games. So if that's the case, if that can be, and by the way, the quad thing is stupid because that's just the old RPI. It, you're not supposed to do that. The quad thing is supposed to add into the formula. It's not supposed to be a separator, right? But since it is, that's a good question, and I almost would rather see Michigan with a letdown against Iowa and let Iowa try to win the game on Thursday night because, in my opinion, it'd be really fun to see us going to Illinois on uh, on Sunday night with a chance to move into the top four and get a double bye. Iowa could, uh, finish, could finish third. Everywhere right now from third to ninth, and but, that's but, that's the truth. But they won last night, so I think ninth is out. Nope. They can still finish ninth. Yes, I, that sounds better. I, let, let me I look. Think. I believe ninth is Brian, still on the still table. Brian, can you still hear us? All right, thank you. I believe ninth is still on the table in terms of standings in the Big Ten. I'm going to look it up right now while we're – we have ah. these magic little boxes. How do we turn do the music things? off with the volume up? Ask Jason. He might know. Okay, so if Michigan were to win both of their basketball games and Rutgers were to win one and Michigan State were to win... Uh, oh, right. wait, 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 wait. Michigan State would have to win two. That would mean that they could, Michigan couldn't win. So Iowa couldn't drop below both of them. So the How about this? One, two, A three. train leaving Philadelphia is headed east to New York. And a train. I believe eighth is the worst Iowa can do now. I believe eighth is the worst Iowa can do exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, so but think about it. For anywhere between three and eight. I, yeah. I mean, you know, going into this last week. Obvi- obviously, I, I think from a from a seating standpoint, from basically every standpoint, you you want the Hawks at minimum to split this week, and if, if they can beat Michigan on Thursday in a revenge factor. Um, Frankly, I think they're better coached with Phil Martelli than they are <laughs> with Juwan Howard, so I don't think that's a, a huge deal. Brucey will figure out the volume, how to make there you go, how to make it work. F it, win, and don't worry about anything else. That's right, just win, <laughs> just win, baby. We'll pull it, Raiders. Right. Well, you know, it, it, at some point in time, it goes that way. I, I, we'll get to our last call a lot later in the show, yes. but towards the end, um. Let's 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 do recognize before we get wrapped up in too much revelry about other things. The contributions of two guys in the last couple of weeks, and so we moved Jordan Boy. By the way, I will go seven to one in in February. So much for the Fran fade, right? Um, they moved Jordan Bohannon back to the point that might have had something to do with it. I don't think there's any question it had something Anthony to do with it. Anthony Perkins gets to play a lot more. Guess who ran in 20 points tonight in especially in some really big point uh, uh, situations at Nebraska. Guess who who had by my recollection without looking at the stat sheet three steals last night and at least five different tips, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh disrupting offensive I, plays. I just think he's I, I think the difference between Dusant and Bohannon and Bohannon Buchanan Perkins is it, it's remarkable. It's well, not. There's it, nothing wrong with Joe Toussaint. It's, it's just it's the way Im, those two played. It, it or, is yeah. immeasurable on defense. Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say immeasurable because Iowa's defense continues to be measured and continues to improve in the Ken Palm and all these other things. Brucey sent me a text earlier today. Said that Northwestern and Michigan State's two worst. Offensive performances were against Iowa with Iowa playing defense against mm-hmm. them, which is insane to think when you consider that basically for the balance of, of Fran's career, offense is what he does good. Defense is sort of something we have to do half the time. And all of a sudden the Hawks are playing great defense, getting turnovers, getting runouts, fast break points. They held, I mean, for a while there, I think Northwestern, was like two for the first 18. Perkins had five steals last night. Two well, my point. Thank you. The only thing he did wrong last night was he missed a windmill dunk, which would have been really fun. No, but, uh, but I really, it, the game against Nebraska where he hit a couple of threes. Well, he had he teardrop, points, he? He teardrop shots. He did was you driving. hear that was the, the first leading scorer not named Murray since like December 9th? I did not know that. For the really? Hawks. That was incredible. I did not know that. And if that was the case... Who had Tony Perkins on that Nobody line? had him on that line. All right, answer me this. Andrew Ridge uh, sitting there in the, um, in the arena for every game has a theory on this, and I agree when I started watching it slowed down. Why is Connor McCaffrey suddenly – by the way, Connor McCaffrey is the leading three-point shooter percentage-wise in the Big Ten for, for – in the Big Ten. In the pe- entire conference? In the entire conference for people who have attempted more than 33s. He's a, anybody who's attempted more than th- he is the number one three point shooter. I have two words for you: mass hysteria, <laughs> cats and dogs living together. <laughs> These well, I thought I started looking at it. It's hypnosis. Be, it's got to be mechanical, right? Hypnosis. So Andrew Andrew started saying to me that 
that he's not hitching. So there was a little bit of an extra hop I always thought he had with a little extra hitch. He would hitch his ball back and throw, right? He would hitch and shoot. And right, and I noticed last night on one of the clean ones that he had, it was just a straight-through shot. The one there was that, no hitch. The one he missed from the corner went down, came out, hit the backboard, came, hit well, the rim. Yeah, I was like, holy cow, yeah. even his misses are good now. My point is, it's right now his shot has changed. And I don't know if that's because he hurt his... Remember he damaged his shoulder or something? That well, was his right arm. Well, I don't... He's not hitching his shots. There's no right? hitching to giddy up and knock on wood. Matt, what, knock on right. wood. Hey, listen, it's been fun to watch. And, and uh, as much, remember, we had a whole segment dedicated to him every week last last year. You had a segment. Well, he, I he shot less than 50% from the free throw line last year. He Dude, was awful. He was, he was, he was awful. for his first 25 right. threes this season. I know. And now he leads the Big Ten in, in three-point yeah. percentage. Yes. And... And, and I, that's just been the last three weeks. I said this to him. And my, he hit I, a huge three-point against Nebraska. I, I, I sat here. Well, that was after the fifth offensive rebound of a possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa's offensive rebounding lately has been insanely good. Insanely good with, with uh, not just uh, getting second-chance points, but converting those second opportunities and, and sometimes third opportunities into baskets. It's been a huge deal. Offensive rebounds are essentially turnovers for the other team. And when we got crushed in those first Purdue, Illinois, Illinois beat us by 28 rebounds on the board. Illinois, Purdue, and, and, and there was and a third we game. We only lost, we lost by single digits, and you, gave, and you were 28 a, behind. There was a third game that we lost. Maybe it was Iowa State. Iowa State crushed us on the boards. And by the way, Penn State destroyed us on the boards in that overtime game. If that, remember that first half, I was texting you going, why are we not screening out at all, right? That's the last time we played a really bad basketball game, right? Uh, it it, well, it you, lost. but the, the, the Michigan game, I wouldn't say they played bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Penn State was the time. Yeah. I, I didn't think we played all that bad against Michigan. We just lost, you know. Couldn't make shots or some strange things. and you know. But, no, no, the Penn State game, in overtime, they still had a chance to win it, but played poorly that night. And it was offensive and defense. Well, it was just rebounding. If you, was get the tra- if you get the travel call, you win. Yeah. Rebounding was bad. Uh, listen, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, this team this team would what? have a party because they'd be 24-5 and five right now. 24-5 and five and sitting on that three or four line. Absolutely. So, I, I, I was, mean, those are, those are we're, the, um, I was like third in the country for the number of 20-point victories or more. We have 11 20-point victories or more. I was won all these games by double digits. Double digits. Every They're not, single you, Usually one you can say, oh, well, yeah, but those are other games that could go the other way. No. Yes. There aren't any games that could have gone the other way. There aren't any, right? Iowa lost the close ones to Rutgers and Penn State and Michigan and Illinois. They lost those close ones. The, the games they've played, they have not won the close ones. They haven't had close ones close, to win. Lost a close one to Wisconsin. Well, uh, no, that, oh, was, that, that was, was nine. That, that was the one we came back and yeah. threw up the three for the got under ten reasonable yeah. quad to yeah. win or yeah, loss, yeah. But whatever that was. So my, my bad. But, but 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 in any case, the, after uh, twenty eight games, you get them mixed let's up. Let's just look at that. No I mean, studying. Either, no studying. <laughs> I got so much on my stat sheet here, and we're talking only basketball. We've got so much more to do here. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> let's. How much time we got? Oh, a couple minutes. But uh, let me ask you this before we go to break. How do people actually say that Caitlin Clark is not the 
uh, women's How does thing. anybody not understand that the, the, the first player, first women's player ever to lead the country in scoring and assists, how do they say she's selfish and all about me? Just because she puts her hands up in the air? How do they say that's not the best player in the country when they watch her on national television? Kevin how? Durant thinks she is. How? It is absolutely, it is an absolutely ridiculous statement to suggest that that Boston girl from, from, from the, the best South player Carolina on the best team is, is the best player. And, just, you know, Lisa, Lisa tried to say this very gently. We don't have 10 five-star kids surrounding her. Right. Everybody guards her hard. All right, we're back. We got baseball. We got uh, women's basketball. We got football. We got Tom wrestling. Kaker. Tom Kaker at HawkeyeReport.com. So much to cover when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle. 1700, the jam. Did you know that Iowa has had the Big Ten Player of the Year in women's basketball? In 2018, 19, 20, and 22. Four out of five years. Yes, I Megan did. Megan the Bus Gustafson. 18 and 19. Kathleen Doyle in 2020. Somehow the gal from Michigan, who is good, beat, out, really good. Clark, beat out Clark last last year. Of course, uh, Caitlin Clark with it this year. That's pretty. That's that's something. That's really something. Tom Caker to FalkeyeReport.com. I don't know. You don't. You work a lot, my friend. Did you go on Sunday to witness that Big Ten championship? No, I didn't. Because um, we have uh, Kyle Huseman who's been covering the women's team. So. Um, just sent him to cover the game. I watched at home. Okay. In in the comfort of the uh, Caker t- man cave. <laughs> yeah. Well that 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 was uh, that was something on on Sunday, and then followed up by a very similar scene on Monday night uh, with the Hawkeye men on Senior Night. I, I'm going to make the case, Tom. This is the most exciting week we've had in 30 years for Hawkeye basketball. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, it was it, it was pretty good. I'll say that. You know, just the the way that the women's team played and a sold out crowd and um, you know Caitlin Clark doing things that uh, normal human beings can't do. Uh, you know, dropping shots from logos all over the floor of Carver Hawkeye Arena, and then um, you know last night with the senior night and you know Connor McCaffrey raining in threes again and and jordan bohannon playing well the two seniors and and then um you know my favorite moment uh with uh, with jack devlin the the manager uh making the half court shot and getting mobbed by his by his teammates i mean that was just such a cool moment um and you know over the years i've seen how they interact with uh jack and he's just one of their favorite managers there and a great young guy and and um and to see that kind of that raw emotion and fun that they were having with him after he sank that half court shot was just something that I'll never forget. So Tom, oh, I, 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 beat him, I beat him the punch. Brett and I were talking. I think that the this Hawkeye team shows that they are having fun together. Yeah, that's where I was going, and that they like this, one another. That's where I was going. This this is I, I just feel like this this is the most. Um, it's the most fun we've seen a Hawkeye basketball team have together in a long, long time. I'm trying to think the last time where I really thought, 
the guys, maybe it was a Horner Bruner thing, right? Where you really felt like the guys just loved each other so much and playing together was as much fun as winning and winning just bred out of it. And I, I feel like that out of this team, including the manager, right? I, it, it just, there's something about the way this group has come together. Well, it, it does help that they're winning a lot of games right now. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, no question. Gonna yeah. Help if, winning, it's like better than help losing. They, <laughs> yeah, winning, winning helps you feel better. So, um, you know, that's uh, I know that's what they paid me the big bucks for that kind of an observation, right? Um, yeah, it's just they're they're clicking right now. And I talked to Chris Collins after the game, and he was just kind of echoing what other coaches have said that they're just. Nobody wants to see Iowa in this Big Ten tournament next week. I have to say that. Nobody's going to want to get in front of them. Um, this week will be interesting. Iowa's got a lot on the line for for this um, this week in terms of seeding. Uh, you know, they'd have, some things would really have to break, and I don't even think they can get there to get to, um, um, you know, a double bye. They'd have to win both games, and some other things probably have to happen. But the five, if they win one uh, one of the next two, beat Michigan or beat Illinois, easier said than done, obviously, um, they could get to the five seed. So that's, I think, what they're kind of shooting for right now is to get to that five spot and see if they can make some noise and make it to the uh, to Saturday for the first time since 2006. No, no, uh, la- no last year. We were Saturday last year. No. Semifinals. Lost to Illinois last year. Did, but, it, was uh, it semifinals? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, beat, beat uh, Wisconsin again uh, on Friday night. And then I know this because Creighton and I were in a cabana in Cancun no, right. with a big screen that's TV right, yeah. and, and waiters, private waiters waiting on us while we watched us lose it to, to Illinois. Tom, it's fair to say I don't recall any of this. It, it, it's fair <laughs> to say he may not. Um, but <laughs> I remember losing. <laughs> I don't remember much about it. I ate a ceviche that got a little bit tough on my stomach. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, um, we're not going to be doing that this so year. You are. Weird. But, but it was just so weird there. That was all I remember. It was yes. You're it's, right. Yeah, semifinals. Yeah, they got to the semifinals. But, but you're right. Yep, it's, you're right. It was Fran's first time there, right? After yeah. all the so after all the success that he has really had, and somebody pointed out today, I think I was reading Doc one of Doctorman's articles or some I don't remember which who who was pointing out, you know, I feel like I remember the Steve Alford uh, years as being more successful than they were, right? I didn't realize I'm thinking three big three NCAA tournaments. Fran's been there what five six times now. We're going we're going again. I mean, uh, well, I, in, I, at the I, beginning I, of the year, would you have even thought that no. this team was going? I said this was a 15-win team at best. This is a 500-team team. No, this is. I, Fran said, I has, said this was an NCAA bubble team. You, you did. Fran I remember you saying you're in the bubble. Cons- yeah, I, Fran I should probably in, get some consideration for coach of the year. I thought you were wrong. Big Ten, right? yeah. Big Ten, or national? Big Ten. Okay. I mean, how do you not give it to Greg Gard? If, well, if they yeah. beat Purdue, I, 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 Greg yeah. Gard is going to win it. Greg yeah. Gard is going to win it. But, but I'm just saying, Fran's right there. Fran's I, right there. Well, in spite, it, you know, no. given what given what Fran lost off of last year's team. Oh yeah, but the national, national player, player of the year. year. 
<laughs> Joe Wieskamp, well, C.J. Frederick, Jack Nungy, and here you are. Um, let's let's really well. remember. Let's really remember what a confusing and I don't want to call it a joke. It was because that's not even close. But it, what a confusing announcement it was with the Murray twins were announced that they were they were Iowa's crown jewels of their recruiting class with no other D one offers. Right. Well, and we were like we're like they're a legacy. Well, I know, and you He's went, a legacy. Well, you looked at him and you went. Okay, I can see where that might be good, right? But nobody, I mean, but Fran, Fran saw it, right? Clearly he saw it, right? No question. Clearly he saw it. Because well, I, I, Tom, let me ask you this question. Do you think Keegan Murray has actually outperformed everything that Fran McCaffrey thought that he could be? Oh, 100%. I, you know, um, I, I, I think that's completely fair that, He's probably, you know, that they, he's probably um, outperformed um, what uh, what they thought. You know, I think they thought that um, he could do okay um, and, and be good, be a good, solid Big Ten player. But I don't think anybody saw lottery pick. You know, nobody saw a lottery pick. Well, and what's amazing to me is that these NBA scouts and, and conversations started to talk about him in that regard towards the end of last year. And, and I thought Under they last were year? right. I started thinking, ah, no, right. But oh my gosh, he he got a rebound last night. He he was standing on the logo when Jordan Bohannon shot and missed a three, and Keegan got the board. He had a a dunk where he took one dribble from. One dribble from, from, half the, court. from half court and got a dunk. He had a steal on a, a, a pressure on a fast break. You know, just, just a little. He was one-on-one with the guy pressuring the guy in the backcourt. Steal dunk. By the way, if Keegan's going to play the point, Tom, uh, when they go that three-quarter, po- that three-quarter press, that makes that press incredibly difficult it's to so break. so long. I mean, Patrick's long, but gee, many Christmas, Keegan. Yeah. It just—it feels like he's—he's he's guarding. I don't know how much space, but it's, it feels like a lot. I want. I, I wrote, you know what? I wrote gotta, something the other day that you could make an argument that he. And, and this sounds crazy. Okay, it does sound crazy, but I wrote this the other day that you could make a case that he is having the best season ever by an Iowa basketball player. I, I, I it would be hard. It would be hard to argue. I, it's it's from uh, from a offense and defense, offense and defense perspective. Yep. And I'm trying to go back to remember some of the guys that I can remember. Now, granted, I can't go back I past just, the seventies. I, I got I, Ronnie I Lester up. in my back memory banks, though, right? No, but yeah, but I'm just talking the. the I consulted with a couple of longtime Iowa fans, and Don Nelson, 62, John Johnson, 1970, and Luca's last two years are probably like the gold standards, right? So, uh, like to be able to say Fred Brown or something like that. Well, that was John Ronnie never Fred scored. Brown. A, Ronnie never yes. scored as enough, and um, you know, it's just a different player. No, but here's something that jumps out at you, okay? because everything is analytics today. So you're looking at player efficiency ratings, which kind of 
you know, that drives a lot of what the NBA looks at, too. Um, Keegan right now is at a, a PER this year of 38. That's the second highest PER by a college player since 2010. The only one that's higher was Zion Williamson. Yep. Who was he good? Had a PER of 40.48. <laughs> Luca Luca had um, 35.57 last year and a 34.36 in his junior year. It it it, it is hard to argue. There's oh my gosh. So, uh, one Mr. Paul Tom Ridge who passed away in November would tell you that John Johnson uh, that he had the best individual season he'd ever seen an Iowa basketball. Could you player. imagine how how many points they would have scored with yes. three point shot? He he. My dad would tell you that that was a year where you, you just couldn't believe what that guy did. Now, that having been said, he also respected what Ronnie Lester could do. My dad was extremely impressed with some of the things that Iowa big men did in the 80s and things like that. So, But this, is, this from a statistical standpoint, it, it, is, it, it is unreal what Keegan Murray I'm going to say that Keegan, Keegan Murray and Roy Marble are the two guys, I think, offense and defense that probably – and for me, mirror one another. For me, Roy Marble throw, is thrown into that conversation. Yes, Tom. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get off basketball too quick. But we're going to run out of time. And there was some football news today, yeah, and it was kind of odd, right? Let's let's just face it. It was kind of odd. Very cool. We're bringing Abdul Hodge back into the fold. Another former Hawkeye who's got some. Some great, um, uh, number one, I, I think David mentioned it to me earlier when we were off the air. Norm Parker said about Abdul Hodge and uh, Chad, Chad Greenway, Greenway that they were two of the greatest guys he's ever coached ever, right? And, and they were best of they, friends. They were best of friends, and they were the two best guys he's coached ever, right? He mm-hmm. loved those guys, okay? So that's one number one. Now, he's going to go to- coach tight ends. Which then says Iowa is not going to hire a quarterbacks coach. They're going to make Brian Ferentz take that over. And obviously Iowa fans are a little bit nervous about Brian Ferentz just being the offensive coordinator. I, I read your article. I, I do agree with a number of things you said, but I don't want you to repeat the whole thing here. But this does seem to be a little bit tone deaf in terms of how Iowa fans perceived the way the offense went this last year. Oh, it's it's definitely um, this is doubling down. This is Kirk Ferentz uh, basically <laughs> doubling down, right? Right. So you got a, is he mean, got a seventeen to double it, down? If everybody's saying to get rid of Brian, he's going to say, you know what? I'm going to make him the quarterback coach too, just to piss you guys off some more. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly right. <laughs> it's just it's like he's trolling, as the kids would say. Um, but it, it's it's to see the reaction because I think um, it's been better than I thought it was going to be because I thought, um, you know, and I joked with somebody because I'd heard something about, like, Brian maybe being the quarterback's coach, and I thought, oh, I'm just going to walk away from the computer if that happens. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to take the day off because it'll just be, you know. (laughs) Right. It's just going to be ugly. And... Uh, it wasn't, and I think it's because they're bringing back Abdul. And yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Abdul. Abdul's a great guy. I did a nice, I, I linked it on my Twitter today, did a nice long-form interview with uh, with um, Abdul uh start of the pandemic. You know, I was just kind of reaching out to some old players and 
um, kept in touch with Abdul a little bit and just kind of did about an hour interview and a lot of good stuff about why he got into coaching. So um, it's interesting. He's, uh, and I'll say this, um, you know, LeVar Woods didn't play tight end and he coached tight ends and did pretty well. So, you know, he's got uh, some uh, Abdul will have some resources for him from uh, on okay. campus. We're running out of time. I wanted to talk about the tight end that uh, from Lafayette that uh, we got through the portal. What's his name? Stilianos. Steven Stilianos got uh, through the portal today. Iowa actually gets a portal commitment. Not very often, but the 6'5", 250-pound tight end, all uh, Patriot League. That's pretty cool, Tom. That fills a little bit of a void. And it sounds like Logan Jones can move over to center. Is that a thing happening? Yeah. Sounds like that's happening. Is Logan Jones? Uh, I was a little surprised, but I know some people thought his his upside, much like Tyler Linderbaum, is. You know, I remember talking to people about Linderbaum before he came to Iowa, and they're like, "Yeah, but he could be a really good defensive tackle, but he could be a, a great center." And boy, that turned out to be right. And some people have said kind of the same things about Logan Jones. So um, we'll see if that uh, comes to pass as well. You know, with him being injured and everybody expecting so much this year from him, and then nothing happened, right? And now he's this will be interesting. Hey, it worked once. You never know. All right. Hey, Tom, we got to run. Appreciate it. We'll talk okay. to you next week after the Hawks uh, sweep, too, and we're sitting as a third seed in the Big Ten tournament. Sound good? That sounds good. We'll talk to All you right. then, guys. Take care. Thank Tom you, Tom. Kager, Appreciate Jake uh, pushing off the commercials for about two extra minutes. No, there. no, about uh, a minute. A minute, na- a minute. And it's half. coming. Well, I knew, I knew it was coming. Hey, the Stalianos kid had all kinds of offers. East Coast schools, but he chose Iowa, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we got a little more football, a lot more to talk about. We're not going to get to all of it. We can come back on the Hawkeye Hill seventeen hundred. The Champ one hundred one point three. The Champ. I think the only sponsor we have not thanked thus far is AMPM Plumbing because they do plumbing, and we didn't really figure out a way to work that in at the beginning of the show. And they helped me out the other day. Completely fixed. You seem to have a lot of plumbing issues. You know what's funny is that my house was built by a plumber. It was, wasn't it? And I have more plumbing issues. God love him. Brian walked in and goes, what's wrong now? I said, I don't know. He owned Plum Supply for his whole life. No, was it? Uh, what a great guy! I don't think it was Plum Supply. Uh, no, Des Moines. Was, Des Moines. No, it was Plum Supply. Steve Koppel. Right. Right. He used to he used to fly all over the state, and he'd get a, a jet. He'd fly over the state to all his clients and stuff, and meet with them and sell them their stuff and come back. He was on one of my boards at the MS Society. A terrific guy, such a generous man with his time, and uh, just absolutely the salt of the earth guy. Built your house. Built his house. His house. And the plumbing's all messed up. That's just the amazing thing. Anyway. I, I don't know what to say uh, about Wrestling. It. Dude, wrestling. Big Tens this week. Do you know that Iowa does not have a single number one wrestler in the Big Ten? I do. They have, like, four number twos. Yes. A three, two fours. Kimmer at a four is pretty underrated. But that is crazy. So, Ironman. But, uh, you know, you got to keep this DeSanto, in Cassie mind. are number twos, right? You got to keep this in mind. Marinelli has not wrestled great as of late, and he's, he mm-hmm. lost to the yep. dude at Nebraska. Yep, and he lost to the dude at Penn State. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so four. Okay, all right. Yeah. You got to figure out how to yep. beat the the number one in the semis. 
and then come back beat the guy from Nebraska in the finals. Ayala and Assad are the only sixes. Everybody else is a two through four for Iowa. And by Ayala, by the way, being put in that position was great considering he only wrestled half the year, right? Uh, Abe Assad. Ulti- down ultimately, what you what you want wow. is you want to be able to bring ten wrestlers. Nine. As well, they've already got. So they've already set this up. Did you know they did? They've got nine. So Iowa has nine guaranteed nine of the top nine of nine top ten ranked wrestlers currently, right? So all top teners are in. There's thirty for the nationals. Right. There's thirty three guys that. Get, so who's per the guy who's out? Assad. Or, or uh, Assad is eighteen. He's eighteen. He'll so he's got to win his way. So he's got to All he has to do is win one or two. He's in. He just has to stay in the top 33. That's all he's got to do. Yeah. Win one or two. You'll, you'll take 10. So Iowa, uh, at the only the only school with more? Penn, Penn State. State. Yeah. But there's only 10 weights. Right. So, but uh, higher higher seats. More higher seats. Yes. Penn State. So um, Big Ten's big. It'd be nice to win it. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. It's this weekend in Lincoln, Nebraska. You got several days, three, three days of wrestling. Um, so the Big Ten's are in Lincoln. Yeah. Finals are in Detroit. Are they in Detroit? Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, okay. I, I know that for sure. Why has Tim Wells not showed up at one of our shows this year? I'm going to call him out because he listens every week. He says, when the podcast is not up on time, he's like, did you do your show? I'm like, have you been here? I mean, you're traveling, aren't you? I mean, what's going on? Get down here. Anyway, I don't know what to Tim, say. Our, our Tim Wells Popcorn's and, uh, and still Kyle, free. Kyle, Kyle Beard will be in Detroit. I will guarantee you they will be there for that. Uh, uh, but I, got, yes. I have my wrestling insiders are missing the Big Tens because they're going to Jamaica this week. Ugh. Company trip. I will be in uh, Frisco, Texas to watch the Iowa baseball team. Currently about to lose to Loris, which is not really good. But as we know, Rick Heller does this thing in these midweek games. Iowa also has uh, Cornell tomorrow afternoon. These are in it. This is in Iowa Cornell City. from Mount Vernon. From Mount Vernon. Um I nearly he went plays there. a lot of young guys. I, when I say nearly, yeah. I you, considered you it. it. Yeah, I went to basketball camp there. Hilltop basketball. Wally Sheets football camp. No, you know, uh, uh, the, the Cedar Rapids Washington basketball coach was one of the guys, along with Linmar, my guy, my guy right. here, Bob Landis. Um, anyway, um, but Rick Heller does play a lot of young guys in these midweek games early on to try to get guys ready. So it's hard to read that. But this weekend. So the Hawks lost uh, this last week in a couple of tough ones. Uh, one runners to Corpus Christi, one in, uh, one in two extra and eleven, innings. seven to eight. N- to n- no bats, no. and then Sunday the bats come out. We can't play catch. Well, nine walks, nine walks in four errors, three errors, four errors, four errors. Four errors. Yep. So they're four and two. This just in, Brent, and you and I know a little bit about coaching baseball. What was our number one mantra? You cannot give extra outs in an inning. No, That's no. If you get three outs, you should be sitting on the bench batting. By right? the way, we get a hit again. Yeah. Just make the plays. And, yeah. and I'm sure that's driving Heller crazy right now, but it's early. Oh, it is. So, Wichita State on Friday, they're 2-6 and six so far, one of them against the Hawks. So, we, I we will play be at Wichita the, State again? Yes. Friday night. Interesting. Um, Saturday night, 6 p.m., I will be sitting in Frisco, Texas, watching Iowa play Texas A&M. So, where's the Wichita game? That's in Frisco. So, we... They're two different work. tournaments? Yeah, we, two different tournaments. All right. Flying different. So they flew home. And then uh, they got Washington State on uh, Sunday at noon. Uh, Washington State's 5-3. and three, A&M's 5-2. and two. Pretty good teams. We'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. 
I'm gonna. It, it, what's oh, gonna happen? Be, is, so what's great. gonna happen is on Sunday. Then I'm gonna go play golf with Chris Smith, who's gonna be there with me. And my buddy Chris Smith, I will be wearing the A&M hat if A&M wins. I'll be wearing the Hawkeye hat if the Hawkeyes oh, win. Oh, that is the, horse I hockey. Know. Yeah, it's the best you can do from 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 him. Anyway, we're gonna have a good time. Um, I, I'm looking Just forward wear your to your Hawkeye this. hat. I'm looking for. I got the Hawkeye oh, bag. It's all mean, completely out. Are, you're suggesting this is the wager. This is the wager. Yes. Okay. This is the wager. Um, anyway, it'll be it'll be fun to see how this goes. We'll see how they do with uh, with Loris and Cornell in the next couple of days as well. They're four and two as they go into this, and we'll be watching the Hawkeye uh, wrestlers as things go on, and of course the Hawkeye men on uh, Sunday night against Illinois. I'm, I've got the whole group. We're going to be playing golf on Sunday, and then we're headed to tight ends. Tight ends. Place, oh my right? gosh, that's so good. In uh, in plain or not plain? No, in the colony. Frisco. Uh, to uh, just outside of Frisco to uh, watch uh, Iowa play Illinois. That's the way that's going to work. I By the uh, way, if you don't know what tight ends uh, sports bar in Frisco, please look it up on the interwebs. Yeah, it, think Hooters with a little bit more refined. Panache. Panache. <laughs> think of it that way. Better food. No wings. Well, they have wings. I had wings they there. wings? Yeah. I oh. think so. I barely. I kind of remember that. I, va- I vaguely do. Yeah. Um, My friend Mark Pazinski and I watched Iowa Rutgers when we beat him 14-7 to there. Oh, that's where you were. Okay. That's where I. That's the day. That's I watched where it. I was after I did the uh, Rangers opening day, where right. I got lost and couldn't find my way back to the car. Right. Yeah. Anyway, based so on your current I made car trivia, I made it. I made it. You right? made it. Home. I made it. Yes. Um, yeah. We'll tell that story. Mike got a catalytic converter stole out from my car. Brett got his car chopped. My car got chopped on I eighty. Yep. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, shocker. Shocker. Apparently they listened to the huddle and said, this guy's a son of a. So let's revisit real quickly the women's basketball team. We're not giving it. we got to give some credit. This has been a long time coming. Big Ten champs. Big Ten championships. Oh, you forgot one thing. Iowa indoor track champions. Men's? Yeah. Not on my list. Men's? I think it's a men's indoor track champs. Second year in a row. I had no idea Joey Woody, who's our yeah. who's the yeah, coach. yeah, yeah. I had no idea a track coach could make that much difference. Uh, uh, I don't know. Can yes. They? Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. It's about the, yeah, they can't. I don't know. I really don't. Run, well, run fast. There you go. Run fast. <laughs> so let's go over this. Caitlin Clark hits 38 points this uh, against uh, an eight assist against Michigan. Um, she now has, as the Big Ten Player of the Week and Big Ten Player of the Year, she has 31 career Big Ten Player of the whatever 31 how many honors. how many weeks has she been in the big well Ten? she's here two years so how many weeks do you get that all 31 right. of them that all seems right like a lot um she's making logo shots the other day which is just really fun to to, to watch my favorite was um, the one on the left side of the court she came down brought it down she's sort of half like sh- yeah well she shot it and she uh followed through if you will towards the basket and it went in, and I was like, that was a really, really difficult yep. shot yep. she just made there. So you said this, I think, during the break. I, Nebraska you know 39-36 on the Ohio State. I lose track of things we say during the break and what we don't. Yeah. It did not dawn on either one of us that in this entire time that Lisa Bluter has been there, that there has not been a sellout. sellout crowd. That's right. I mean, seriously, you, you would have thought through this, because this has been a, an extremely successful 
run by Lisa Bluter. Unbelievably she successful. Seven hundred and some wins. It, it's unreal. And to figure out that this was the first sellout, I just was shocked. Glad they won. Glad, glad the crowd was so into it. And I'm so happy that her dream was was met that way. Right. I mean, it really was really uh, it was really something. And I, I it, it did not occur to me. Do you do you, people don't understand how good. The state of Iowa, state of three million people, we've got two, certainly I, in my mind, two of the top ten women's basketball coaches in college basketball yeah, in the it country. It really comes down to it. I mean, I mean Lisa Bluter yeah. and Bill Fenley, both of yeah. them, just they're, yep. they're great people, and they've done a great job uh, growing the sport of and gr- girls basketball in Iowa is just amazing. It is, and you when you really Kayla look at Caitlin Clark right. went to Dowling. Right, she went right? to Dowling. <laughs> yeah, Iowa's next big recruits coming out of Cedar Rapids, Jefferson. Right, there's uh, a girl from Roosevelt who's right. going to Iowa State. Right, this is this is a place where you can grow terrific. Ashley basketball Jones, yes, yeah, and Jones. her sister, yeah, both from Iowa City. Regardless of their old man, they're both from Iowa City. Right, going um, and playing in Iowa State. Yeah, it, it it is it is amazing what you can do with the talent here in the state of Iowa, and. And then accentuate it with some of the other people around the country. And obviously, Lisa has done a terrific job of recruiting. They've got some big classes coming in. I will say this. So what they've got is Thursday, Friday, Friday. Yo. Two. 5.30 on Friday. They will play either Northwestern or Minnesota. And then Michigan probably Northwestern on Saturday. Northwestern is pesky. Well, they had to go to overtime to beat them once, and they lost to them once. This is not an easy win for them. Okay. Something about that, There's something about that. So I think the purple pay attention makes to that. them pass it. All right. So we got two minutes. I'm going to say they get past that. I'm going to say they lose to Michigan, and they're done. That's fine. They still get themselves their their top four. Uh, they so get they the, host. They host. I'm going to say the I, men. I agree with that. Men are splitting this week. They're winning at Michigan. They're losing a close one in Illinois. And I say they're winning this one at Michigan, and I think they're doing a runaway. Wow. Like, I think they're doing a runaway like they did. Not not what they did from Maryland, but I think they're doing a runaway. 15, 20 points. Wow. Another double-digit win. I My optimism says they're going to win them both because I think Illinois is completely gettable right now for some reason. Um, but I do think that the Hawks win on Thursday, on Thursday at Michigan. I think this is a, a good spot. Revenge. Connor has to stay hot. If Connor McCaffrey continues to shoot the three in the fashion that he has, Iowa is, I, you could make it eight, ten points better a game just because of that. And that's a huge deal. It was something, best. really. It really is. I mean, you can't back up. Listen, the reason. Yeah, that that's changed, right. It doesn't make sense. The, 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 it is completely illogical to think that. And, we, and maybe you get Patrick back. Who I didn't even know we, yeah. why he didn't play yeah. that yeah, night. A little hip but too. I just think I think Kofi and those guys are just they're too much on the inside. But who knows? Again, if Connor continues to shoot the basketball in the fashion that he has, there's no question. Moving Jabo back to the point Ugh. allowed it. It makes people come out and guard him. They can't sag back on the th- on the, on the transition. It's the same thing with Connor. If you can't sag back, the whole thing changes, right? The whole thing changes and just gets better. I agree with you. If he can continue to shoot like that, this gets really, really fun and really, really dangerous. All right. It's it's awesome. Hey, I made it through the entire sheet. That's awesome. Thanks to Jake back in the studio. 
Everybody to help us out on the program today, Tom Caker to HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Creighton Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle. 17 under the champ, 101.3 the champ.